Hey, welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears by us. I have lost my script and don't even know what the heck I'm saying. I cannot form thoughts and express them on my own. My name is Jason. And I'm KJ. And in this episode, the evidence continues to pile up in the case of Jason and the rest of us by proxy, really. Versus the evil empire of insurance companies. Whoa, that sounds kind of scary. And in reality, there's nothing about Halloween that's as scary as having bad insurance. Believe me. Oh, and also we'll find out where KJ went this week. Yes, she took another trip, Rob. And then it's time for Minnesota Nice, don't you know? Later, we're joined by our resident fantasy football expert, Robert Berg for our Deep Dive Fantasy Football segment. I still say it's rigged. And we'll wrap it all up with your feedback and, of course, more ridiculous Amazon reviews. All that, plus several conversational tangents. Rigged. In a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those Things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. And speaking of things that happened this week. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the reasons that we had that very special episode last week, and by mm-hmm. special, I of course mean that it was special because it was only a quiz and not our usual nonsense filled podcast. Yeah, just a quiz of nonsense. Correct. So, yeah. but one of the reasons that we did that was because I was on another trip. This time to Nashville. <laughs> Rob will be pleased. <laughs> yeah. He, well, pleased, maybe not, but aghast, Incredulous, maybe. Incredulous, maybe, yeah. yeah. Uh, we took a road trip, drove down there to visit my brother and sister-in-law and his, uh, their their four-year-old twin daughters. So my, oh, my wow. nieces, yep. Uh, and it's been almost a year since I saw them last. So, you know, it was, it was, we were overdue for a visit. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm sure, as you know, kids at that age grow super fast. Yeah. Or, I, if you haven't seen them in a year and you don't really see a whole lot of pictures, it's almost like you won't even recognize them at that age. Exactly. Yeah. They've grown so fast. Um, you know, it was great to see my nieces and, of course, my brother and sister-in-law, too. Yeah. Um, but you know, once you have kids, you hear you hear about that all the time, where people just want to come see the babies. They don't want to see the adults anymore. Oh no! <laughs> and that yeah. is not true. I'm very happy to see my whole family. But anyway, talk about kids say the darndest things like we did last week. Yeah. You know, their minds are just a going all the time, and the the things they say co- that they come up with, they both amuse and amaze me. Uh, and and so I started to do what you did, where I was writing things down. Oh, cool. So that I wouldn't forget. But then I just couldn't keep up and I gave up. <laughs> <laughs> but they certainly kept us entertained. But- it's one of those where you have to be selective almost in what you're going to write down. Because you, the stuff that I've written down that my kids have said is, is like just like the you know, 10% of the insanity that they come up with on a daily basis. It's just like you said, you can't, you can't keep up with it all. You definitely can't. Um, but you know, every time I tell someone I'm going to Nashville... They usually they follow up the question that they follow up with is is, is are, well are you going to the Opry or are you going to a concert, um, <laughs> and you know before my nieces were born that's what we would do we would go to concerts we go out at you know nightclubs you know like adult stuff, 
Yeah. But now we do four-year-old girl stuff. There you go. So we went, quote, in the woods, which is little girl code for a walk at a park with trees and rocks. Uh, you know, <laughs> things that they can climb on. Yeah. We went to a pumpkin patch, picked out some pumpkins. Went, oh, wow. We went home and carved them. Uh, this was great fun for the girls, both selecting the pumpkins and carving the pumpkins. What kind of designs did you make on the pumpkins? Well, the, the girls drew their own drew their own face, and then Dad carved them for the girls. Uh, cool. Those were uh, one, the one girl, the older of the two, and older I mean three or four minutes, yeah. drew um, kind of a smiley face, but not really very smiley, so maybe just a mischief, mischievous grin or mischievous grin. Yeah. And the other one drew a straight-up smiley face. But my brother and sister-in-law, they got fully creative. Um, we didn't do any pumpkins. Just the family did pumpkins. But we got to watch, and that was fun. And then we went to a fall festival in Murfreesboro. I don't know if you know where Murfreesboro is, but... Oh, yes. My family lived there at one, at one point. Yeah, I figured you kind of knew. It's about 45 minutes, I think, south of Nashville. Yep, they were about having right, about a, south, southeast, sort of. South, southeast. They were having a, mm -hmm. a fall festival, and it was like at a pioneer village type of place. Yeah. So there was a hayride and some live music. And, you know, one thing that is certainly not a bad problem to have at all if you live down there, but I find it quite interesting, is in that area, you rarely find live music bands that are not good or even just mediocre. I mean, they're oh, yes. all just really good. Yeah, most of the people that play out there are at least have been at one point studio musicians. Yeah, and so everywhere you go, even this tiny little festival, there were two different bands there in two different locations of the festival playing different types of music. So that was cool. that was really cool. And then, but I get, I think the highlight of the trip was probably Boo at the Zoo. Oh, uh, okay. I know. I get it. I know what you're saying. Yeah, huge deal. Tons yeah. of people there. So everybody, you know, the, mostly children, but some of the adults were dressed up. And um, in fact, my sister-in-law dressed up because one of the daughters was, th these. the girls couldn't be more different. One of them was Darth Vader and the other was Dorothy <laughs> from The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's quite a difference. There. Yeah, so uh, my sister-in-law was Princess Leia and she dressed up. My brother will be the Tin Man on Thanksgiving. I mean, on Halloween. I don't think he'll be Tin Man on Thanksgiving. Uh, but anyway, he didn't dress up that night, but for the actual Halloween, they will. So which Princess Leia was she? Um, well, you're going to... Because there's like a hundred of them at this point. Well, the, still had the famous hairdo. Oh, like the buns on the side of the head. Okay, well, I asked her if she was going to do buns, and she said not really buns but they were like i don't i've got really short hair i don't know how to do hair like this but it was sort of swirled but not in a bun oh okay i don't know exactly what you call it. and then she had on a white vest type of thing oh cool well my daughter was i think she was two the halloween that she was two um she dressed up as that princess leia and had a white tunic and we put her hair up on the sides of her head and it was pretty ridiculous. So it sounds like they kind of were the same Princess Leia then. Yeah, that's the original uh, A New Hope Princess Leia. Okay. Well, she so had on an all-white outfit, and one of them yep. was a white vest, sort of. And we also yeah. saw another adult Princess Leia who had the similar outfit on. Cool. So no Jabba the Hutt. No Jabba you know, the Hutt. Metal bikini 
Princess Leia's? And I didn't see any of those. It That's was kind of the chilly there. It was a really nice <clears throat> day, but then it got it got colder in the evening. But you know, every they so they had trick or treat stations, and then they would take the exhibits for. The, the zoo and the animals must have been put in the back somewhere because we really only saw a few animals. And then yeah, they it's the had, zoo. Who cares about animals? <laughs> I had never been to the Nashville Zoo, so I kind of wanted to see the animals. So I saw a zebra. Yeah, I saw cool, some pink it? flamingos. Mm-hmm. But they would they would decorate the exhibits kind of eerily. It was really well done. There was a bouncy house. There was a dance floor. Wow. Concessions. They had carnival type games. So all the adults were exhausted. And this was the same day we had driven down to Murfreesboro and then came back. And then the costumes had been made by their grandparents, their grandma. And they, That's always nice. They arrived, who lives in Chicago. And they arrived in the mail that day and they weren't expecting them. So this was a last minute decision to go to the boo at the zoo. Oh, okay. And so all the adults, it was like 830. And we're, we were like, oh my gosh, we're tired. And the girls still wanted to go dancing. Yeah, that's a long day. It was a very long day, but we had a great time. And one other thing that we did, that, which I'm not used to doing because I don't have kids, we saw them, we watched in the house, what, just like while we were cooking supper, Zootopia. <laughs> Speaking of the zoos. and uh, What did you think of that? I thought it was hilarious. I loved it. It was great. I would recommend it even to folks who have no children. Yeah, it was pretty good for uh, basically what, you know, what was targeted as a kid's movie. It was, yeah. it was pretty good. You saw it too? Um, yeah, I saw it with my kids. They didn't like it though. They didn't like it. but I, I don't know why, but they didn't like it. Well, these girls, my nieces loved it. And we actually saw um, the bunny rabbit, Inspector Hops or whatever her name was. She was at the Boo oh, at yeah, the, the main Zoo. Character. She was at Boo at the Zoo. It was a very cute. The cartoon? There was a cartoon running around? This is like yeah, Roger Rabbit? Yeah, absolutely. Cool world. Wow. Okay. It was a very good costume. Wow. Yeah. That's um, impressive. But that night of Boo of the Zoo was the Cubs game. So I didn't get to watch most of the Cubs game, but I did. we did get home in time to kind of see the very end. Oh, this is game one, right? Game two. I'm sorry. Not, okay. No, not, not World Series. This was to get into the World Series, the final oh, game okay. that they won to get into the World Series. Oh, against the Dodgers. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so when they advanced, we got to watch the last of that game. And I may have cried some tears of joy when that happened. <laughs> but I'm very I'm very nervous right now because even though as of the taping of this podcast, the Cubs tied up the series to make it one to one, I'm still very nervous about this. It's not. Yeah, it's going back. It's going back to Wrigley. Though, it's right? going back to Wrigley, but uh, y- y- yeah, it's it's nerve wracking to say the least. But speaking of the Cubs, game one of the World Series was also my dog Wrigley, his thirteenth birthday. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I saw you tweet about that. That's awesome. I tweeted a picture of him uh, at Buffalo underscore Alice because mm-hmm. any excuse for me to post a pic of my dog, I'm going to take that. Uh, well, you don't need excuses. This is a cool looking dog. You need to post pictures of your dog. People like that stuff. You know, and he's 13, so I may, you know, I don't want to get real sad, but I may not have a lot more opportunities to take pictures of my dog. Yeah. So anyway, then I made a joke. Um, you know, I made a joke that he was, I found a dog calculator online. And he's 96 years old, and he's going to finally see his Cubs in the World Series. And I said that he may have cried tears of joy, uh, tagging you, of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, so that's where I was this week. But, I, you know, one other thing I will say, the whole drive. So we drove through, what, five states maybe? Yeah. I never once saw 
a Hillary Clinton sign. All, all I saw the entire drive, lots of them, Trump Pence signs everywhere. Really? And I suppose because it's the heart of the country that I was driving through, but it was kind of interesting. There was Trump signs everywhere. Huh. Yeah, you look at those political maps of like the predictions for the electoral votes coming up, mm-hmm. and it's like it's mostly red. Yes, and it's like in, it's like the part of the country, the middle of the country, is mostly red, and then like the edges are blue, and that's I, I guess that makes sense to that you would see those signs because it seems like a lot of people in the in the Midwest support Trump for whatever reason. That's I think usually that's the typical way it goes. Yeah. I saw a Trump Pence sign uh, near my neighborhood the other day, and a guy had built a cage around it <laughs> with like warning tape, like to protect it so nobody can tear it up. Oh wow! And it just made me go, "Come on, man, what are you doing?" Did he protect it in such a way that you could actually not see the sign very well? Oh no, you could see the sign. You okay. couldn't see the cage. It was almost like a chicken wire kind of sure. built around it, so it was thin enough where you could see it. But then when you got, as I'm driving down the road, I'm like, "What is that around it?" Because it had like a thing across, like a metal thing across the top. And I realized what he had done is he had boxed it in with a a, a cage where people couldn't just randomly come by and knock it over or pick it up because it was like on a it wasn't in a neighborhood. It was on like a main kind of thoroughfare road, two-lane road through through next to my neighborhood. Wow. So, yeah. That was very important to him. Yeah, I think pretty much um, south, midwest, and, even, and especially north, um, northern states, Montana, you know, North Dakota, South Dakota, that kind of stuff, they're going to go Trump yeah. once for some reason. So, yep. anyway. And now, <laughs> one of the other, you know, we had that special episode, one reason, because I was in Nashville— um, yes. And you also had a reason. Yes. I was, the day that we normally record, uh, I had to take my daughter to the dentist. Uh, I don't, I've mentioned it before about her uh, having to get some work done at the dentist. Uh, mm-hmm. And it finally worked out where after a couple of reschedulings that we did it uh, last week. And, you know, they had to sedate her. They gave her Valium and Demerol. And oh, my gosh. I sat with her, yeah, I sat with her for an hour before she went back and just for the medicine to kick in. and. It was like babysitting a drunk roommate in college. Oh no! If you've ever had that, that oh, yes, been in that I circumstance, have. which I have too. Um, so she's like, we're because they got like a little TV on in the waiting room that we're um, watching, and she's watching this movie about dogs that are talking. It's it's you know it's a kids movie, one of those Disney ones. Yeah, I don't I don't know the name of it or anything like that, but these dogs were talking, and she was like, "That dog is talking," <laughs> and it was cracking me up, and. She's like, what did he say? What, what is he doing? And she was like spaced out. And they said, okay, you need to take her to the restroom before, you know, because they have to strap her in to a, this board and they, you know, wrap her up and put restraints on her. Because even though she's sedated, they don't want, you know, the kids making a sudden move and, you know, hitting something and, you know, injuring themselves or, or messing something sure. up. So I had to take her to the restroom and I'm in there and she's like, it's like, just like taking a drunk friend to the restroom. <laughs> I, in college is what it reminded me of. And she's like stumbling around and I'm having to hold her. She's falling over. And so we get back and they do the work and it's five root canals is what they end up doing. Oh my gosh. On a five. Five, Yeah. I was going to say, isn't she five years old? Yeah. One root canal for every year she's been alive. Oh, wow. I haven't had that. So I haven't had more than one root canal in my life. Yeah. I, I've never had, I actually have had one. Yeah, me um, too, one. And it wow. wasn't bad, 
but I was sore for like a couple of days and I would oh, not yeah. want to go through five no. all at once. So, and so about an hour later, we come home. She's totally fine. I was going to say, how did she do? She didn't even move. She didn't flinch. She didn't complain. It was awesome. The dentist said, I've never seen anything like this. I thought I was only, only going to be able to get through like half the work and we have to come back like a month later and do the other half. He said, she's the best, best patient I've ever seen. If I was given a grade, it'd be 100%. So, I mean, she was awesome. Wow. She's tough. So She sounds more than tough. She sounds like a beast. She's, she's something else. Wow. I'm telling you, she's a nightmare to deal with if she does not want to do something. Oh, if she's like on mornings she doesn't want to go to school or days she doesn't want to brush her teeth or get dressed uh-huh. or eat certain foods, it's a nightmare. <laughs> I'm not even going to pretend. But now she has what she calls robot teeth <laughs> because they're all like metal stainless steel crowns. Uh-huh. And she looks like Jaws, the villain from those James Bond movies like in the 70s and 80s. Oh, that, that or, Jaws. Or possibly like the Terminator, like when the skin comes off. Yeah. <laughs> like the metal teeth is what she looks like, in which the Terminator fits her. That's, that's her personality, the Destroyer being her nickname. So that, that, that worked out nickname? well for her. Yeah. That's she, funny. She's a, she's a nightmare. <laughs> well, when you first... But I love her. When you first said Jaws, I, for some reason, my mind, well, I know why, but my mind went right to Ron Jaworski. <laughs> <laughs> no, she does not look like Ron Jaworski. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm she glad she's okay. She does look like okay. she will mess you up. Yeah, she does look like she'll mess you up, though. She's, <laughs> and she will. Uh, she's dangerous. So did you, did you bring the notebook along for what she was saying while she was looped up no, on Valium. I thought that would might be kind of unfair. Yeah. <laughs> and it would it would have just been me writing down this stream of consciousness that would have made no sense a year from now. Sure. Cuz nothing she was saying made sense except for that dog is talking. <laughs> Which cracked me up. I mean, and the dog was talking. I mean, they had, you know, it was one of those where the dogs can talk to each other, so they were and it was not a cartoon, it was real real animals and you know where they, you know, fake the oh, mouth yeah. movements and stuff. Yep. So So she thought those dogs were talking. Did so in this whole big procedure that she had, do mm-hmm. we have any insurance updates? Yeah, the update is the insurance paid for 0%. What? 0%. They paid for none of it. What's it's still the, within the reasoning? Because we hadn't been signed up with them for a year. Oh, my So they paid God. nothing. No questions asked, no exceptions. Oh, no. Another, here it is. This is why we hate insurance. Yes. So there's your insurance update for this week. Yeah. Do we have a cast on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a cast? Do we have a cast? Answer no or yes. Um, no. Oh. Okay. Let's talk about Fantasy FB. Let's talk about a Littles League. Let's talk about all the good teams and the bad beats from last week. Let's talk about specs. Let's talk about stats. Let's talk about flex. Let's talk about fantasy football. So welcome back to Fantasy Football Deep Dive. We took a week off. Well, What happened like during that week, Jason? Well, I am not prepared to accept the results yet. What results yeah, would I'm that not be, sure. Jason? Um, 
We don't know yet. I'm not sure we remember. That was so long ago. We can just forget that week. Don't worry, but I have the page up. So week six, (laughs) Trump (laughs) University beat Ezekiel Elliott 25-17, to 82-74. So we didn't even come close to the scores that KJ was predicting for us. No, she called it, though. She picked you. Oh, I believe I had that. I had it with both of my predictions. I I also said Patrick would beat Todd. Did you? Which oh, I you think I had that too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He he. It was it was bad. It was merciless. <laughs> um, yeah, he crushed him. And yet you did not fulfill your end of the bargain. I predicted you would beat Brennan, and you lost by seventeen. And he only had yes. sixty nine. Sixty nine to fifty two. I mean, it that was is, terrible. Oh, that AJ. is. Yeah. Exactly. I don't even remember what happened. I just remember thinking. Uh, there's I should beat him, but I don't remember. It's too far gone now in my memory, but well, it was he, really he bad. Perf- he performed poorly enough that you should have, because Cam Newton, yeah. this sounds familiar, doesn't it, Jason? Cam Newton <laughs> yep. had 31 of oh. the 69 points for Brandon, <laughs> and nobody else did anything. Wow. And uh, yeah, so. Yes, that's right. Cam well, Newton came back, who was on a concussion protocol the previous week. And had he not played, I think he, I don't know who his backup was, but it was somebody that I was hoping he'd end up playing. Well, I guarantee you it was, wasn't 30 points, so Mm-mm. Mm-mm. you probably would have won. But, you know, I do remember last week that I had that. Yes, you did. And I have it. So. I was going to tell you, give you credit, Rob. You know, you said that you picked me to win because I picked you to win. That's what happened. That. Well, you said you felt like you couldn't go against me because did I, I say that something like that? And I told you my picks weren't personal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't remember it. Like Check that. the tape. <laughs> my picks aren't personal. I just yeah. You I'm said petty. yours were personal. Petty, yeah. No, it's it's. it's I was the it's one that said it wasn't personal. personal. I oh, okay. I try to always be objective. I am not Trumpian. Yeah. No, we were both. Well, being I wouldn't objective. go that far. Well, <laughs> oh man. Wait a minute. Okay. But, okay. So that was that was week six, and we had a tie. Yep. Yes, we did. Shad and Joe tied in ninety-one. Yeah. I was surprised that, that, to see that. That was weird. Yeah. So let's go over the results for week seven. Okay. All right. Um. Oh man, Jeff and Will, I pounded them. One eleven to forty-three. That's bad. Oh. Yeah. Trump University them. is now three and four. Two wins and in a row. We have three wins in a row, yeah. And we have uh, well, the hottest in player in the league, Jay Ajay. Yes. Um, and uh, the second hottest player in the league is now going to be Devontae Booker. Luckily, you have him on your team. Yeah, we'll uh, see about tra- that. Oh, I, I, look, I'll trade for him if you want. Oh, no. Okay. Then, <laughs> yeah, that's... Um, Tracy beat Carol. Carol is just hapless. 67-64. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Gary, Spike, let's just Spike. Spike beat Todd. Todd lost by 30 again. Oh, KJ really? annihilated Patrick. I mean, it was 129 to 74. That yeah. is just, yikes. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I don't know Adam beat here. John. I don't know what happened to John's team. 97 to 59. That's not good. John lost? Yeah. Hmm. Ah, huh. uh, la 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 la. Claire, oh, Jason's uh, team performed well. Just happened to lose because Claire posted yep. one thirteen. He had ninety six. So he that was close. You would have beaten. It was close. Yeah, you would have beaten a lot of teams. Yeah. Yep. Joe beat Jamie. 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 Man, Jamie's now one and six. Eighty five to sixty six, yep. and Shad beat Brandon. Hey, game ball to Shad. 
93 <laughs> to 49. And let's see. So Ezekiel Elliott would have beaten one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten teams. Yep. And that was Ezekiel Elliott's bye week. Right, right. So if I'd have had him, I probably would have won this week. Yeah. So that's that's just, you know, it's the bad luck of the of the league. What can yep. you do? Yeah. And hopefully Des Bryant coming back to this coming week. I hope so. Yeah. And hopefully he'll I need perform. him since um, one of my players retired in the middle of the season. <laughs> Arian Foster. I like Arian yes, Foster. None a lot. other than old Adrian. He's an interesting dude. Uh, yeah. he, he has. Uh, what was this? His celebration. He used to bow in the end zone, and he yep. has tweeted out a lot of things that indicate that he has investigated Buddhism, and he has uh, some mm-hmm. Zen appeal in in some of his perspectives. I really like him. So, yeah, I think it's the right move for him, and sure. I think he's going to do well in a career after. Oh, absolutely, football. yeah, absolutely. Isn't so he the here, one that Tony um, l- loves to repeat what he said about protests? I don't know, Tony. Yeah, he, I think so. He yeah. says, mm-hmm. uh, "I have the right to protest, and you have the right to protest." Yeah, protest. Yep, yep. That, that was yep. Adrian Foster. Yeah. That was his quote. Yep. Age- I will actually call him by the correct name, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron Foster, Adrian. Since I think he's, he's not on my team yeah, anymore. He he no longer plays football, so I think we should revert back to Arian. Yes. So, standings. Right now, in the top of the fat and old division, uh, KJ is tied with Patrick at 5-2. and two. Mm-hmm. Then Shad, I think that's Shad's team, yeah? Plausibly dead. 4-2-1. Yes, and one. So, right now, currently, Shad would be in the playoffs. Adam is 4-3. and three. John is 3-4. and four. Will and um, Jeff are 2-5. and five. Jason is two and five, and Carol's one and six, and Carol has lost all hope. I think. Well, I pretty much have to. So. Well, you're two, two and five. five. I mean, you could win out if you won out. I bet you would make the playoffs. Eight and five will probably get the sixth spot. I'm I'm hoping because huh. I'm hoping to get to eight and five. And but you do Carol, have Zeke the rest of the way now. Bye is over. Yeah. Yes. And I hope so. this is why Carol's sort of done. I play him next week, and I think I'm going to have most of my guys going, and that's the Patriots bye week. Oh. oh. Yeah. So he like half his lineup and and Bengals too. I think he has Gio Bernard. So half wow. his lineup's going to be out. It's almost certainly going to be a loss, and that's going to take him to seven. And six and seven is not getting in. Uh-uh. It, he basically has Brady and not much else, right? He doesn't have a lot. Yeah. So, so yeah, he's done if during the Patriots. Yeah, by yeah. Week, by week in the Bald and Orange division. Uh, but did I say Bald and Orange? Orange. Yeah. I think we know that it's the orange division, the bald and orange division. We knew what you meant. Spike. Yeah. Spike. Well, somebody's screaming at me listening to this. You know, the 150 people or so that listen to this podcast, somebody's bound yeah. to be screaming because that's what I do to people. Yes. Like Kornheiser. He, he gets all over Matt Williams for saying that he can't wait to get there. And yet every time he talks about anything numerical, he exaggerates it by a factor of 10,000. Sure. Oh, yes. But, but he doesn't see any hypocrisy in that. No. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out how to make that a jingle. So bald and orange division. Spike, six and one. We already know the kid's probably going to win the title. Uh, yep. Who's honestly? That's Joe, right? Five, Joe. one and one. Claire is at four and three. Uh, is that Brendan? Solicit seat? Yeah. 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 Four and three. I am at three and four. Todd is at three and four. Tracy is at three and four. And Jamie is one and six, and she's probably eliminated too. Yep. So right now the playoffs would be Spike. I think we go first seed is the best record, second seed is the winner of the other division, right? 
I'm not I even sure no about idea. that. I think that's how. Right. I think that's how. And then the next four best records. So Spike yeah. is six and one right now. Patrick has the tiebreaker. I think he would be the two, and then Joe would be the three. KJ would be the four. Shad would be the five, and Claire would be the six at four and three. So I'm one game behind, but Claire has me on points. So I'm one game plus behind the last playoff spot. And so you're saying there's a chance. There is definitely a chance. There's Not only is there a chance because. A chance. If I can somehow, now I'm going to be an underdog this week, but if I can somehow manage this win and then Carol, I basically get in a walkover. So now I'm five and four with most of my players through their bye week. Uh, I think that I can probably manage to go three and one down the stretch. And I think eight and five will probably grab that last spot. Hmm. So, and then once you get in the playoffs, who knows who's even, who's injured, who's healthy, what the matchups are like. Anything oh, yeah. can anybody happen. can anybody yeah. can win, yeah. But right now KJ's looking good and you're not looking good and I'm no. looking a little bit better than you. Well, I play Gary or slash Spike this week. Ooh. So I'll, and I have some big people on by. Oh, that's not good. No, I don't have Gurley who hasn't been great, but he's been steady points, six or seven at least points per sure. week. Rashad Jennings is out, and now no CJ Anderson, thanks to you. You let me know I didn't that. do it. No, thanks to you for telling me. Oh, okay. So I was going to play <laughs> CJ. You were blaming for his no, <laughs> I was going to play CJ. It's like a <laughs> yeah. Jeff Galuli situation there. Yeah, right. I was going to play CJ and Booker Did this you week. kneecap him? Well, okay. So here is the situation that helps you, though. The Are the Cardinals on by? They're on by next week, right? I don't know. No, they're not so on by this to, week. You, okay, I'm looking at your lineup. So you have a hole at running back. Yeah. But besides that, you're not in bad shape. No, right? the running back's the problem, but my receivers are, have been so spotty with the exception of Mike Evans. Uh, Sneed has been off and on, Benjamin has been off and on, and Michael Floyd. It's clear that Michael Floyd is not Carson Palmer's favorite, or Bruce Arians doesn't like him or something. Well, John Brown's out. John Brown's out, yep. John Brown's out, so I would get Floyd back in, in the lineup, I think. I may put him in, and I picked up. Alfred Blue today. Um, I think Blue is probably a good good. I was going to pick him up too, and then I decided to go with Peyton Barber because I'm in the same spot as you. I don't. I have to start garbage at running back. Yeah. So have, you know, speaking, speaking of that, um, let me ask you a question: Did either of you have a running back retire this week? <laughs> not this week. <laughs> you mean a, re- then a you're running? Not as bad off as as I am. You're, you mean the running back that you weren't playing because he wasn't playing? Oh, he was in there. He's been in there the past two weeks. He's just gotten zero points. I didn't have anybody else because I had other people on by or hurt. I had Latavius Murray, who was out like a couple of weeks. Right. And then um, Ezekiel Elliott was out last week because of the bye. And so I had to put him in there the last two weeks. I think Langford weeks. I didn't have might be coming back. Yeah, I picked him up today. Who? Langford. Jeremy Langford. Back. This is why I'm not real excited about Jordan Howard, though I have to play him because that's... Yeah. I don't have any... I mean, Bell's on a bye. Ajay's on a bye. Doug Martin is still hurt. And those are my running backs. So it's so I'm starting Jordan Howard and Peyton Barber. So <laughs> so Adam, after this week you'll have a Jai back. Yeah, and you'll be Adam playing. is getting a compromised lineup. So I think he's probably he's probably going to be favored. Be well, he is favored. He's probably going to beat me. Speaking of waiver wires, I tried to pick up Devonte Adams, but someone on this podcast got him first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, that's the one benefit of starting out so bad is I was higher on the waiver. I don't like this waiver. We we need to go to blind bid waivers next year. I agree. Ugh. 
We have I, to. This is I cannot fair. stand the waiver wire. Last it's week, I tried fair. to pick up Ty Montgomery. Patrick got him. Patrick didn't play him. Um, I beat Patrick by quite a bit, so it turns out Ty Montgomery would not have mattered. But I sent Patrick an email, you know, kind of ribbing him for stealing Ty Montgomery outside out of my nose. He didn't even respond to me. I don't blame him. He's like, listen, <laughs> get out of my face with your waiver wire woes. But well, really, he, I'm not the only one that hates the waiver wire, right? No, it's it's awful. And I've been I don't benefiting know anybody from that it. likes it. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. It really is terrible. Look, you shouldn't benefit just like let's say you drafted a really terrible team and you've yeah. mismanaged the first few weeks. Maybe you started the wrong guys or I mean in a league this big, you know, it just might be you just play who you can. Yep. But you shouldn't be rewarded for that. By having a top pick, right. everybody should be able to, I mean, as an example, uh, the week that KJ got Devontae Booker, I bid on Devontae Booker and I really desperately wanted him, but she was ahead of me because I think I bid on, I think somebody dropped him and I bid on somebody and then she jumped over and it was like a later in the week. It was like the second waiver mm. claim, like a secondary yep. waiver claim. And so she was ahead of me and then she got him, but I would have probably spent I don't know, half my waiver budget on him. I love Devontae Booker. Yeah. And I, you know. Well, I think with CJ Anderson being out, who knows? He might be out a couple of weeks and Booker may, in fact, well, become saying, number one. They're saying three to four. Yeah. Whoa. That's what I heard today. If he really so, has a bone bruise, if that's what they're calling it, or a contusion, he could be out that long. Those are pretty painful. That's basically what Dez had, and he was out for four weeks. Yeah, Dez is a little older, so I guess I would expect him to miss a little more time for for that. But I don't know. Right. I thought Dez had an. I thought Dez had a fracture. Yeah, I thought, I thought Dez had a fracture too. But then they said it's basically the same as a bone bruise. Oh, okay. Well, okay. What he had. He's probably was, got was a so... floating body in there that they're just going to deal with after the season. Uh, it was so minute of a fracture that said it's it's basically the equivalent of a bone bruise. So okay. what is a floating body? Well, a piece of chunk of bone that breaks off. Oh, man. And, and it, it just, just kind of sticks in there until somebody goes and gets it. But somebody, I mean surgeon. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Not the mailman. Right. That's what happened to my back. Or your cousin. When I broke Moore. my back. Oh, floating body. And a piece yeah. floating around in there. Yeah. It can happen. So, it does happen. Good times. All right, so that's, uh, that's fantasy. Yeah, and I play, like I said, I play... Spike this week. Any other uh, any other uh, big matchups coming this week? You said you play. Uh, is it Adam? Adam Benson. Rob? I play. Yeah, I play Adam, which is unfortunate because did was it Adam? No, I, I know I killed Todd during the draft, mm-hmm. but I yeah. think I also killed Adam. You did, and he, he's the one that took Aaron Rodgers in the first round. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I think I killed him, and I didn't want to kill him for his first round pick because I think I made him the worst second round pick. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> so I remember the phrase, I didn't want to make him the worst pick of every round. <laughs> but you so, did give him props for taking out Sean Jeffrey, if I remember correctly. Who hasn't been able to stay healthy, but that's not his fault. No. So yeah. anyways, I, I, whenever I kill someone, I really don't like <laughs> losing to them. <laughs> but it looks like I'm going to. Uh, you never know. So right now, he's, he's, I'm, I'm projected to get 69 points, and that's with a full roster. That's, so Ooh. yeah, so I'm, I'm looking bad this week. Uh, let's see. We got Carol against John. I don't know how Carol's favorite against John. Oh, I know because what? he's got Patriots. Yeah. Yep. 
We've got Todd versus Tracy. They're both three and four, so whoever loses there is going to be in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. Of course, the, the premier matchup of the week, America's Game of the Week, which would be the 425 start on uh, <laughs> Fox, would be KJ and Spike. KJ's five and two, Spike is six and one. We've How's got... That, um... Game. How does that game? Who's favored? Well, it's actually right now. With now, I don't know if the lineups are set. Yeah, I don't know if 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 you guys are gonna make any adjustments. But the predicted score is ninety-one to eighty-eight. Spike over you. So, so okay. it's pretty close. Could be very close. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. <laughs> you never know, right? Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see how it plays out. That's so. Right. Patrick <laughs> plays Brendan, so hopefully Patrick will get the game ball from who got it this week? Was it Joe? It's Joe, right? I think he said Shad. I think Shad. Is it Shad? Yeah. Shad. I think Shad beat him last week. Sh- okay. Joe beat him once. Joe did have it. Yeah, he had the game ball, mm-hmm. and then somebody dropped the ball. Somebody and then, fumbled. Yeah, and then Shad got the game ball mm-hmm. back. Yes. So da, 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 da. <laughs> Joe is going to be beating Jason this week. That's who's your who your vanquisher uh. is. I don't know about that. Okay. It's close. I mean, it's true. It's close. Let's see. And then the last game is Shad versus Jamie. And unfortunately, whew, I mean, I, I hope Jamie's checking her lineup, but she's project, projected to get 59 points. No, she's okay. She's got two more people to come in, but that that probably doesn't matter. So it looks like the big game is KJ against Spike. Yes, definitely. And if I were a real bastard, I would be rooting for Spike. Because that would help my playoff chances. But I'm not going to root for Spike. I'm going to root for KJ because I like KJ. So well, you've been actively rooting against Spike all year, too. Well, if Spike wins, then, that, then I can say I had that, though. That's true. Yeah. You have, I, you like, did say I like being that, right. Yeah, you did say that, that he would win no, the whole thing. I, no, I think what I said is if Spike wins, he's going to be insufferable. Yes. But I wouldn't say that I'm actively rooting against him. Got it. No, you. I was wrong with that because I forgot that you actually picked him to win the whole thing. Sure, so. sure. I would I like, like all six too, of my uh, playoff so spots. Thank you. Yes. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick to the the numbers here. I'm gonna keep Spike at 91 points. And I'm gonna go KJ 92 points. Are <laughs> you gonna wow. have me winning it again, huh? Yes. And I, I'm um... gonna go uh, with Jason against Joe. Pulling the upset. Jason against Joe. Okay. I, I mean, I'd I'd like to pick Jason. <laughs> oh, Cincinnati's playing Washington, so yes. that should be good for Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zeke's playing Philadelphia. I feel he's got a good defense. Latavius Murray's not that good, but Tampa Bay's defense is horrendous. Latavius Murray, when he hasn't been hurt. Has been pretty adequate, reliable for a touchdown and you know 60, 70 yards every week. Doug Baldwin, Seattle's going to New Orleans. That is going to be oh, a yeah. scoring fest. Yeah. So Doug Baldwin should have a good game. Yep. Kobe Fleener, maybe not. Brandon LaFell, again, Washington, although it's London. And then on the other side, Richard Rodgers, Stephon Diggs. They're not playing well. T.Y. Hilton, Bilal Powell, David Johnson against Carolina. Jimmy Graham against New Orleans. I'm going to pick a win for Jason here. Mm, nice. Good call. Good yeah, choice. Yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to have Jason at, I think he's going to post 96 again. I'm going to have mm. Joe at 92. I think it's going to be a close game. 
That would be good. And I would say a third of Joe's points are going to come from David Johnson because nobody can stop David Johnson. That's true. Yeah. He, he, he's also got to get a defense because his defense is on by this week. Yeah, he'll, he'll do somebody. Yeah. That's, that's not critical. What do you guys think about these games? Uh, I'm going to say KJ's going to win. Oh, boy. I'm picking that game, too, and because I just don't think there's any chance I'll win. Let well, me look. there's some chance. Well, it's... It, 50-50. Winston, Winston and Evans may come up big again against Oakland. Oh, but, Oakland has a horrible defense. The right? Year, yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll do good. Right? I, I would say at least one touchdown for Mike Evans and three for Winston. But Booker is, should do well. He should but do then great. I've got that hole at running back. I'm not quite sure what I'll do yet. Probably play blue. You're Alfred probably going to have to go with blue and hope for five points. Yeah. And that's probably what's going to happen. And Willie Sneed, he, yes, he plays for New Orleans, but Seattle's defense could, could show up. They have been showing up. Well, okay, so you would think Sherman is going to try to take out Cooks. Cooks is their, their most talented receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, does Sneed play out of the slot? I haven't seen New Orleans play this year. I haven't seen him either. I believe so. Okay, so... I saw one of their games. Okay, so he's off the line of scrimmage. He should be able to do... I mean, look, Seattle is a great defense, sure. But Drew Brees is... I mean, not only is he a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he's exceptionally accurate. He doesn't need a lot of separation. So, you know, I'm sure those guys are going to catch a lot of passes, but they might be a lot of six and seven yard passes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But, you know, they'll score a couple touchdowns. I'm, I'm confident of that. So, you know, you've got to hope that he's one of the guys that, that scores. Yeah. Yeah, well, he hasn't scored for a couple of weeks. So maybe he's due, the whole he's due theory. Let's <laughs> just say that like it's a thing. He's got to be due. All right, uh, so you, Travis, you think you're going to lose. I you do think, think I'm going to lose. lose. Um, if I look over at, you know, Zach Zenner for Detroit, for, eh, not so great. I um, think Washington's going to be back, so I don't think Zenner's going to get 18 carries or anything like that. Does he have Washington? No, but he's got no. Carlos Hyde. He's got a number of decent running backs. Is Hyde healthy? He missed last week. Hyde is questionable. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick Gary or Spike or whoever it is for that game. I'm going to assume Spike. I think Spike is managing this roster. Yeah. Okay. Be my guess. Now, the other games, let's see. Uh, so, Patrick and... Uh, Steenberg in play. I'll look at their. Oh and then, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I'll and then I'll pick. Uh, I I'll pick the other two. I'll I'm gonna go with play. Patrick ninety seven, and Brendan fourteen. I picked fourteen <laughs> last time, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Something like 44. that. Forty four. Forty four. Um. Well, Patrick. Patrick's going with Ty Montgomery and Jordy Nelson. Ty Montgomery having running back eligibility is ridiculous. Yep. Can I just, I just wanted to get that off my chest. That's very weird, yeah. It is. Tyrell Williams has done well. Let's see. And then They're playing Denver. Yeah. Steenburgen has Devonta and Coleman that he plays together every week. They're both questionable. Coleman's going to miss this week. That's what I've seen. Coleman, okay. Yeah, I think he's uh, out. Green, he's got... Yeah. All right. I think. Oh I'll my pick, god! I think I'll pick Patrick to win this game. I don't do uh, scores. I've decided because what? I don't. I don't. I'm not a 
over under. I'm not a just pick, pick the two spread. <laughs> okay, uh, eighty-eight to eighty-six. Okay, those are numbers. That's good. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were right. going to be like I mean, a, a not smart like aleck and just say anyway. pi to an infinity or something like right. that. Right. We're definitely not <laughs> writing down numbers. That's why I don't remember at all what I said Yeah, I haven't written week. anything. I don't even remember what we picked last time. No, I don't either. So Trump University against Chessie's Sheep. Uh, that's Adam Benson, right? Yep. Yes. Uh, blunt. They play Buffalo. New England plays Buffalo. They're going to want to kill them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Um... Oh, you don't have, that's right, you don't have a Jai. I don't have any running backs. I have Jordan Howard and Peyton Barber. Oh, yeah. I, I could not have told you who Peyton Barber was, who he played for. I knew nothing about him until I just looked at your roster. I had been monitoring him because he was a free agent in our Dynasty League, but my taxi squad uh-huh. was full, and I already had five running backs on it. But I had been monitoring him, and I was hoping to pick him up later in the season, but somebody, somebody grabbed him, stashed him. Hmm. This is tough, but I think I'll have to go with Adam on this game. Yeah, you have to. I'm, I'm not going to win. It's I'll, just not going to happen. I'll keep it at the projected totals of 81 to 70. And then I'll pick Jason's game with... Who's Jason playing? Joe. I would love for, for Jason to be able to take out Joe. I mean, this, this would help me a lot. Joe has Matt Ryan, your favorite football team, Jason. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I think I heard. Speaking this of week, which, we Matt didn't Ryan talk the about the number Falcons. one fantasy player. Yeah, they started uh, to do Falcon things. I thought you had Tyrod Taylor. Did you drop him? No, I haven't. He's on the bench. Okay. Oh, he's playing New England. Yeah. You're gonna start Dalton against the Redskins. Okay, Elliot. Yeah. Um, boy, this is a close one. David Johnson makes you pause. Yeah. I don't know how how good Des Bryant will be. Yeah. Fleamer, Doug Baldwin. Oh, he picked we up Richard even, Rogers. Hmm. We don't even know that Des is going to play, do we? No. Uh, uh, Des is they, listed he, as going to. They've said he's going to play. Okay. I don't know how much he'll play, but he almost played the week before the bye week. Um, he was almost active, and then they basically said, "Yeah, after the bye week, he's going to be active." Now. Will he play, you know, a few series and then that's it? Or will he play the whole game? Who knows? Right. Okay, Jason, I'm going to pick you to win this week. Oh. <laughs> but I'm not oh. I'm not going to give you as many oh. points as Rob did. I'm going to go. <laughs> I don't even remember how many 70, points I gave him. You went up in the 90s, I, I think. Did I? I'm going to go 78 to 74. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. That sounds pretty okay, good. Okay, good. Well, there we have it. We don't even... Need to discuss it next week. We have the winners right in front of us. It's true. Yeah. I'm not going to watch. <laughs> Speaking of that, I've watched maybe one game, uh, the equivalent of one full game in the last two or three weeks. Yeah, me too. Because it's just been, every time I've tuned in, it's just been miserable. Yeah. It's been bad it's games. It's bad this year. Yeah. It's, it's been really bad. The only thing I can think of as far as why the games have been so bad is because they have spread it out too much. Over years of having to play now, of having to play these Thursday night games and Monday night games and short weeks, it's it's starting to catch up to the players. But also, I don't want to see a game on Thursday. There's a game, to, you know, there's a game on Thursday this week. I'm like, I, I unless the Steelers are playing, I'm not watching. I I'm not hate watching. Thursday I night football. I hate Thursday night football. Yeah. Yes, I wish they would get rid of the Thursday night. And well, then I I, I also the, just like it when they start doing Saturday games. 
Yeah. Well, the great thing about the NFL to me was that it was once a week and then you had one game on Monday. Yeah. So it was basically one day a week. And when they start spreading that out over multiple days, I feel like it's never ending. I feel like I turn around and there's another football game on. And that's awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you don't have to watch. It's like, well, I don't have to watch this. It'll There'll be another game on. Or, I mean, even if I have guys going in fantasy, like, I just, yeah. I don't care. I'm, because, uh-uh. number one, the product is garbage on Thursdays. These guys oh, can't yes. recover. And they don't have time to put in a game, an effective game plan. And. No. It's just it's just garbage football. The, it's like they're just trying to survive on Thursday night games. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm to the point now where if I have a player that's borderline for me, I'm not even playing them if they play Thursday night football because they don't perform on my oh, in yeah. my fantasy roster. Yeah, I, that's that's crossed my mind too. I, I break totally. ties in favor of guys playing on Sunday. Now the problem is that if you have injured guys and you're like, well, I don't know if this guy's going to be available, and I know this guy's playing tonight, so then you have to do it. Oh but. yeah, that's that's another reason to hate. Uh, if you're putting fantasy into it, that's another reason right. to hate Thursday night football. Yeah. Yes. And then the 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 uniforms are just hideous. Oh my mm-hmm. god! <laughs> so it's an eyesore every single week. I mean, it's just disgusting. Yep. I, did, I I heard people say they like those Chargers ones. I didn't even like those. I, I like the if they would just if they had like white or yellow pants and they kept the shirt the yeah. jersey then that would be fine yeah. and i like well it's the color rush that i can't stand it's when it's all one color yeah. that's the that's my problem with it yeah it's, although seattle does that almost every week it seems and the cardinals mm-hmm. do it a lot the chiefs do it a lot just the yeah the red on red or the it's just awful i don't remember yeah. well, what the chargers looked like but i remember liking one uniform so far this year um, i did like the broncos yeah that wasn't bad what did but they not do the the Bengals look like creamsicles. They were the terrible. Oh, and the Dolphins were hideous. Dolphins oh, were awful. Jesus, the Dolphins. I mean, that was just yeah. The Dolphins. That's who it was. They were the worst. Yeah, that, they that were was the creamsicles, the right? That was awful. Oh, that's right. They were all orange, weren't they? Yeah, and it was like a yeah. weird <sighs> pale orange. They took they take out like the accent color and they make it the primary top to bottom. I mean, that's just yeah. ludicrous. Yeah. And, well, there's a reason why it's the accent color in the design. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. work as the primary right. color. Lord. Oh, I looked up the game for this week, the Thursday night game. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's Jacksonville, Jacksonville Tennessee. at Tennessee. Yep. Yeah, it's terrible. Nobody is watching that. No, there are people who are family members of players on those teams that are not watching yeah. that thing. <laughs> that thing is awful. You don't even have the benefit of fantasy. Oh no! Like no. who are you starting in no- that? <laughs> Demarco Murray Mariota, is he is he on anybody's team? Who? Mark uh, Mariota. If you had a buy issue, maybe. Yeah. Um, He's been awful. Blake Bortles, maybe. Delaney maybe. Walker. Allen Robinson. garbage, though. Yeah. Allen Robinson, yeah. yeah, probably. That'd be it, though. Telvin Smith, if you played else. IDP. Mm-hmm. God, who's good on Tennessee? I don't have any Tennessee defenders. It's a, it's a terrible game. It's garbage. Yep. Just like <laughs> fantasy football. Rep, I hate, it's all garbage. I hate <laughs> fantasy football. <laughs> but the Trump University fighting creditors. Three in a row. Before you hit the button, please do think twice. Try a slice of Minnesota Nice. Well, you remember last week when we introduced this segment, Minnesota Nice, or two yes. weeks two weeks ago, I guess, technically. Mm-hmm. Well, I just completely butchered that explanation of the segment's purpose. Well, I understood it. Well, it it just I was all over the place, and I really the, the story that I told was not really what the intent of the 
segment was going to be. So I'm just going to, I'm going <laughs> to give it another shot. Okay. And perhaps the best way to do it is to just do it. Yeah. So I saw this tweet the other day from Barack Obama. And here's the tweet. Healthcare is a right, not a privilege. And hashtag Obamacare works to protect that right for millions of Americans. And that's the end of the tweet. So disclaimer here, this isn't about the content of the tweet. I'm not arguing whether healthcare is inherent right or privilege or anything like that. I'm not trying to get political. But I'm merely pointing out the response of the person who responded to him. It appears to be a gentleman named Thomas. And suggests that there might be a nicer way to go about it. So Thomas, here's Thomas's response. Barack Obama equals dumb and a word that rhymes with it. There is no such quote-unquote right in the Constitution. Worst president ever is B.O. Hashtag... Worst president ever. Yeah, worst president ever is B.O. Hashtag never Trump. Hashtag never Hillary. Hashtag Obamacare. Hashtag MLB. Which I found... Wait a minute. MLB, which I found interesting. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was his tweet in response. So here's a Minnesota nice suggestion for Thomas. Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. Even <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Wait for it. No. Uh, here's a Minnesota nice suggestion for Thomas. Oh, geez, Mr. President. I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with you on this one then. Because our Constitution does not list health care as a right. Thank you for attempting to serve our country the best way you know how. Even though I think you perform less than ideally, you are still better than Trump or Hillary. And while I don't agree with you especially on Obamacare, I do love Major League Baseball, just like you. Okay. <laughs> Is that 140 characters? <laughs> I, was, I was thinking somebody may say that, but, you know, <laughs> if this was a Facebook post, you're not limited, so I'm not worried yeah. about oh, yeah. limiting okay. it. Is this segment about replying on Facebook to tweets? <laughs> is, that, is that where we're at that's where i'm going that's what i'm drawing from this story yeah. replying on in any manner you want to to tweets or any other mean form of communication just in a nice way in a nice way yeah okay <laughs> oh and speaking of tweeting yes um your boy yes jt um sent out a tweet that got some attention this past week from yes. the state that you visited yeah, I believe. Yep. I believe he was in Memphis when he did that, right? Because he's from Memphis. Yes, he, I think he was in Memphis, correct. So he went back to vote, and he tweeted out a picture of himself voting. Yeah. What, what, what do you got to say about that? Um, well. Make that nice. <laughs> well, the actual tweet in itself wasn't mean. True. But if I'm responding to what you might say to him. There you go. <laughs> Because I'm sure he got a bunch of hate for that. I think he probably got a lot of hate for it. And people are saying that he's an idiot for not knowing. I will say that he probably knew that he wasn't supposed to do that. There's no way his people wouldn't, even if he didn't know, somebody in his organization would have known. And I can't believe that JT tweets everything on his own without people. So I I think it was a, yeah, I think it was a, um, I think he actually thought about this and um, decided that he was going to do it anyway, just to raise awareness to his however many million followers. Like, it's important to vote, and I'm willing to take a fine, or I'm willing to go to jail or whatever it is to get this out there. Do I think it was the smartest way to go about it? (laughs) No, I don't. 
He could so have waited saying... till he got out of the pole. Yes, I'm saying yeah. what? So you're saying that he did something slightly illegal or controversial. It's definitely illegal, even though it's a minor thing. He did something slightly controversial in order to draw attention? Yes, that's what he did. He would never do that. <laughs> no. I think we established last week, two weeks ago, <laughs> that you've, you've successfully turned me against him. Okay. <laughs> that was a good defense, though. I, I agree with that. I, I believe that you are correct, that he did it um, knowing that it would cause a little bit of controversy and get, the ten- get attention. Yeah, I do. I think so. And, you know, it's not on the same plane as, um, like, what Colin Kaepernick did, but he also did it for attention to, to but for a different, a totally different, um, to take a stand on something. Justin Timberlake right. wasn't taking a stand. He was just saying, go vote. Right. And it he, he been, definitely it, got attention, that's for sure. Yeah. And probably, let me ask you this. Do you think there are people out there who do so little thinking for themselves that whatever pop star or celebrity movie star that they follow on Twitter, whatever that person says, that becomes their belief and viewpoint on that topic? Uh, The answer is unequivocally yes. See, that amazes me. Yep, I do. That amazes me that anyone would ever look at any actor in Hollywood for political advice. Oh, I think it or happens all the time. I think it happens for any, yeah, not just um, actor or big-time celebrity. I guess this is why the whole Kardashian thing is, it just amazes me because I, I would never just use a product or a service or think a certain way just because somebody, even, it doesn't matter how much I admire them, I'm not going to use it just because they use it. I know. I, if it's... I'm going to research it and look at it and think about it for myself and do some critical analysis of it. And it doesn't take that much time or effort. So that... I know. I agree with you. I, we and need I, to talk about this in more detail someday because I think we could go on about this forever. Oh, you and I have had off-air chats about this quite a bit, actually. Yes. And um, I think Justin Timberlake and his people are fully aware that he's got a bunch of lemmings, if you want to call them lemmings, but people that do not... <laughs> yeah. Think about things for themselves. I think he knows that. Have and, you heard the term? Yeah. Have I, you heard the term influencers? Uh, yes. I want to punch people in the face that use that term seriously. <laughs> oh, good I thing. I, was, I, was just I want about to influence to my fist to your face if you <laughs> yeah. say influencer. That's so dumb. Oh, I know. The YouTube I, influencers, the millennial influencers. Just, yeah. it's all marketing junk. Yes, it is. Yep. And, and, um, Jolene Wojcik tweeted us, JT's oh. voting selfie. Oops, can't do that. So she yeah, was this... she was on the same page here. Yeah, her tweet was actually the reason I ended up seeing it. Yeah, and I I had actually seen it just a brief, like maybe a half an hour before she she tweeted that to us. Well, I'm sure you probably got it right from the source, right? No, I I missed it. Oh, crazily enough, I do not have Justin Timberlake as a notification when he tweets. Oh, but you follow I him do follow him, right? but oh. I don't. I don't know about all of his tweets. But at least he didn't tweet out who he was voting for that I saw. I don't think he did. But he, yeah. uh, but he as we talked about last, last time we discussed this, he, he um, did have Hillary over to his house for lunch and hashtag I'm with her. Well, then, okay. So if you're following him on, you know, he's an influencer. If you're following him, <laughs> you know that he's with Hillary. 
Very true. Yeah. And <laughs> okay. But it is hard to uh you said defend that. It was a dumb move, but I think he had a deeper purpose for it. I don't think he was just being a selfie taker. No, I think it was intentionally dumb, not right. Good, accidentally good point. or self-promotional dumb. That's a good way to put it. Intentionally yeah. dumb. Yeah, and I I do intentionally dumb stuff all the time, and some unintentional dumb stuff. Yeah, me too. Hey, what's up? We hope you've been enjoying the podcast, and if not. Well, let us know about that, too. But really, why are you still listening if you don't like it? I mean, you don't have to listen to it. It's cool with us. We'll still be friends. Or not friends, if we're not friends. Anyway, check us out on Twitter at SpeakTangents. We'd love to hear from you. And speaking of Twitter, John Miller sent us a couple things this week. Uh, He sent us an article um, about a new word that's been... I think actually put into the di- dictionary. Yeah, so um, I, I read it. It's it's been added to the dictionary. Yes, and we're gonna when we next time we do pronunciation section, we're gonna we're gonna put that into the mix. So thanks for sending that, John. And then he also sent, and then he also sent a note to um, our website. I believe he said, "Always enjoy your tangents." Am I getting old? Regular doctor visit today, nurse. Mister Miller, have you fallen lately? Me. <laughs> what is this old people questions? What are we doing here? <laughs> that that ha- that would have to be kind of disturbing when you get to a certain age and the doctor is required to ask you, have you fallen lately? Yeah. Has anybody tried to take advantage of you? <laughs> yep. John also sent us a quiz um, that I took yes. uh, last week, and it was One Hit Wonders of the 70s, I believe. And we looked at the first couple, and we... Seemed like, you know, we might be able to do this. And so I, I just went and did a few more since we didn't, we had already recorded last week. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was pretty tough. I think he said he scored, what, 23 out of 30 or something like that? Yeah, it was, a, it was something like that. It was a high number. Yeah. And I, I, I did pretty close to that. I got 22 out of 30. So uh, I believe he actually beat me on that. And way to I, go, I John. En- yeah. <laughs> I would encourage anybody else who sends in quiz and what, what I've discovered is we've said, you know, we're pretty good at 70s, 80s, and some 90s. We're mostly good at 80s yeah. and a little 90s. We're yeah. not all that great at 70s. There was a lot of numbers like, um, what year was this release? Was it 71, 74, or 75? And I'm like, I have no idea. So I took those the, are the first question. Ones I missed. And I, I, I saw the first question and I thought, hmm, this won't be too bad. Because when I saw the title, one would hit wonders of the 70s i thought there's no way i'll get a single question right in this case <laughs> but then i did get the first question correct and i'm like okay well i can do this but i didn't read on because we don't read our quizzes ahead of time right um but you went ahead and took it because we'd already yep. done the quiz for that week and like mm-hmm. you said you got 20 21 uh, 22 i think 22 okay yeah so i we can tweet out that link because it it's a tough one. If you, are th- if you think you're good at the 70s stuff, um, check it out. Yeah, and thanks for sending that in, John. Mm-hmm. We get any other feedback? Yeah, Facebook. Dina okay. in Damascus. So she, that's what we're going with. Yeah, Dina in Damascus. She sent, <laughs> she's the one where we couldn't, she had sent us something the previous week, and we couldn't, we, we butchered her last name, basically. Yes, we did. <laughs> so she wrote. Sorry. To answer, yeah, sorry. To answer your questions from last week's podcast, and she said that, the questions were pointed out to her by Claire, and I'm not going to pronounce, I'm not going to attempt to her last name. Do you want to attempt it? 
Nope. Okay. Claire. <laughs> um, she said A, no, and no, which was the two attempts that we had on our on her name. Although oh. the first attempt at pronouncing my last name was the closest. I believe you were the one that got the closest. And then she no, said yes. Well, it could be. I'll take credit for it. I'm not going to. Yeah. yeah. And she said, yes, it is Dina in Damascus, which is easier to pronounce than my actual last name. So we'll stick with that. That sounds like a plan. And C, yes, I am a math teacher. I could bore cool. you with all the ways that tangents are used in math, but I won't. No, that wouldn't be boring to me. I'd love to hear about tangents in math. I like math. Well, I'm not she, very good at math. I like math. It sounds like I'm definitely not good at math, but it sounds like she could enlighten us with many more tangents. Yeah, that'd be great. And she said, enjoyed the podcast, especially the Steelers love. So we've got another Steelers fan. Yes. And if you're interested in how to pronounce her name, she did write uh, a clarification on how to to say it. But I, I am not going to pronounce it or not going to attempt it because I don't think I'm going to get it. I think we'll stick with Dina in Damascus, like you said. That's that's the way to go. Definitely. Thank you, Dina. Um, and then we got a couple emails. Cool. One from Matt Vogel. He said, on your, la- on your last episode in the pronunciation discuss- discussion, Jason mentioned a tomato-tomato situation. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of a story I heard many years ago about a vacation to Hong Kong where the storyteller saw a lounge act in his hotel bar. The lounge singers spoke English, but it was clearly their second language, especially when they sang, You say tomato, I say tomato, you say potato, and I say potato. (laughs) Tomato, tomato, potato, potato, let's call the whole thing off. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) That was Matt Vogel. Um, So thanks, Matt. That gave us a good chuckle. Yes. And then also from our email account at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Frank Smith emailed us in email title or subject line, best quiz answer ever. Oh, this is, this should be good. He said, when Jason answered, quote, it's something about a girl, unquote, for the White Stripes song, not like that could be said about, oh, say 95, no, make it 98% of every song during the rock and roll <laughs> era. Even Saliza would have come up with that one. Come on, man. Signed, <laughs> Frank. Well, I'm glad he signed it, Frank, because we would have no way of knowing who it was otherwise. Exactly. But I do take exception to that, because while he's correct that most songs in rock history are about either meeting a girl, falling in love with a girl, or breaking up with a girl, um, or vice versa, the, the my point was a girl was in the title of the song. It was something about a girl, and it's it was fell in love with a girl. So that was yeah. that was what I was trying to say. I did so, kind of have the same reaction he did to myself, but when I, yeah. but I did know that it was you were referring to a title. But yes. and uh, I can I can see where that can be confusing. So to clarify, I was saying a girl was in the title somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks, thanks Frank. Frank. And and you know, keep those iTunes reviews coming. We haven't gotten one for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't think we have any more new iTunes reviews. Um, so Jen Babish at J Babs Sports Chick tweeted us. I had mentioned that I'd been to a good number of ballparks on the last podcast episode. Mm-hmm. And so she tweeted out, and I said that I was on a mission to go to every major league ballpark. She tweeted out something about me going, I was on a mission, but I had been to a good number of them, nine, because I had said I ordered nine ballpark post- postcards. So she right. said, define good number. There are 30. 
And so I tweeted her back and said, I clarified that I've been to 18 or 17 or whatever number it was that I said. And my that's my definition of a good number. And she thought, okay, but you ordered nine postcards. Shouldn't you have ordered 17? Which is, mm-hmm. or 18 or however many I, I think I said 17. But anyway, that's a good question, Jen. I told her it's way too much for 140 characters. Um, but I can explain it here. Okay. I ha- I've been to I had to go back and count. I've been to 18 total parks. But I've only been to 9, well 10 including Target Field in Minneapolis, of course. I've only been to 9 with the person whom I'm related by marriage. And since we both oh, have the okay. same goal, I have to in essence start over, you know, if you will. Yeah. So also there are a few that I've been to since that have since been replaced. So they don't really count. Mm-hmm. That then led to a whole bunch of Twitter conversations about how many ballparks people have been to, which ones, some debate about whether or not going to a ballpark that no longer exists is actually a bonus, counts as extra, or if it doesn't count at all. Yeah. So there's a big, uh, so if people want to join that conversation and tell us where they've been, I highly encourage that because I'm a big fan of major league ballparks. So here are the, ba- the parks I've been to. All right. Fenway Park in Boston. That's a good one. Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. Yankee Stadium, but not the new one. Old Yankee Stadium. Old Yankee Stadium. Shea Stadium no longer exists. Wow. Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. Oriole Park at Camden Yards. Mm-hmm. And RFK in D.C., and that one's no mm-hmm. longer used. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oakland Coliseum. Yep. AT&T Park in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. The Metrodome. No longer there. That's in Minneapolis. That's gone. Yep. Miller Park in Milwaukee. Tiger Stadium in Detroit, no longer there. So all of those don't count for, what, for whatever reason, mostly because they're no longer there, and I haven't been to them with the person to whom I'm related by marriage. Ah, uh, that's the important part of that. So that's a big chunk that does not count that we have to go to together. Yeah. The ones that count are, it's technically 10 because Target Field, but 9. Coors Field in Denver. Angels Stadium in Anaheim, Dodger Stadium, Petco Park in San Diego, mm-hmm. Safeco Park in Seattle, Comerica Park in Detroit, Nationals Park in D.C. So that's actually 19. It's pretty good. It doesn't even count the minor league affiliate parks that I've been to or spring training facilities I've been <laughs> oh to. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I won't get into that today. I'll spare you on that. <laughs> That's a little too far, yeah. So that's those are the part, and most of those we we went on a three week road trip on our honeymoon, and we went to most of those West Coast parks all on one oh, trip. Cool. So it was pretty neat. Yeah, but that's why I only ordered nine postcards, Jen. Yeah, that makes sense. I've been to most of those. Um, I haven't been to Safeco. I haven't been to Fenway. Mm. Um, but I've been to most of those others, even the ones that don't exist anymore, because I did my travels. I, I went to a lot of parks when I was tra- had a traveling job and I was gone every week. Yeah. And often it was during the summer and I went to baseball games. That's what I did. If I was traveling by myself and had a you know an afternoon or an evening free, I would go to a baseball game. So. I definitely understand that. To me, there's nothing like sitting at the ballpark. Mm-hmm. And I've been to I've been to now two Atlanta Braves stadiums that are no longer in use after this season. Are they getting a new stadium? Yes, next year. Oh wow. So, Turner Field is no more. I, that was the last game at Turner Field was this, this season. Oh, it's a good thing I didn't go to Atlanta yet, because now I'll have to go with a brand new stadium. 
Yeah, which is, it's a whole political mess. Oh, I'm sure it is. Around here, yeah. Seems to be everywhere there's a new stadium, there's a political mess. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Any other feedback this week? Uh, Last week we talked about, or two weeks ago, it's going to throw me off every time. Yeah. (laughs) Two weeks ago, we talked about people and their pets. Specifically, uh, like dog chew toys, I believe. Uh Uh-huh, yep. And how happy the dogs were. And when you mentioned that your dog Wrigley had a birthday, mm-hmm. uh, I decided to look up dog birthday cakes, Ooh. which is a much bigger thing than I ever imagined. I've never done a dog birthday cake. Have you? No, I love my dog. I had a I, my dog. Um, the last dog that I had, uh, he was thirteen when he died, and I never once in those thirteen years did a dog birthday. No. I haven't I haven't done a dog birthday either. Although uh Wrigley got a a treat, uh, some extra yeah. extra treats and he got a new toy this year. And what? in the past my his dog his grandma, my mom <laughs> <laughs> has made him like a homemade muffins in the past for his birthday. Right, but you didn't like put party hats on him and invite all his dog friends over. No, we've never done that. And, and uh, sing songs and have a clown. Absolutely and have not. Cakes. And I can't see us ever doing that for any dog. I can't either. Uh, but hey, if people want to do that, that's their thing. It's their money. People do it. And thankfully for us, there are a ton of people on Amazon who like to review the stuff that they buy for their dogs for the dog's birthdays. Awesome. So we'll start out with one. This is a dog birthday cake. It's. Uh, Original pup pie dog treat, which it looks like a, you know those cookie cakes you can get. Yeah. Uh, and it's got like happy birthday written on it already for it when it comes. Uh, so this one is five stars. My dog and his dog buddies all loved it. <laughs> Not like dogs are hard to please when it comes to treats, but there was a special twinkle in my little guy's eye oh. when he saw me breaking off a piece of this super adorable pup pie for him. I imagine this would be a good, nice gift for any dog owner, too. So I'm confused about that last sentence because it's almost like she's saying... Yeah, like it's good for people. Good for people to eat? Yeah. And uh, not to spoil it, but there's more coming up with that in a minute. Okay. Uh, And next one, uh, I sent this to my son for his golden retriever. So another grandpup, I guess. Yes. Is that right? Yep. Uh, Who I love, and she loved it. Now, I find it funny that she took the time to stop her sentence about this and say, who I love, talking about the dog, yeah. but not about her son. Yeah. So maybe I'm reading a little bit too much into that, but maybe not. Oh, uh, that was also funny. five stars. And here's one. Um, this is an odd cookie. I thought from the picture it was more of a cake texture. Oh, well, my dog devoured it. I had to take <laughs> some away from her because I thought she would get sick from eating so much. My son's dog didn't like it. She doesn't like crunchy treats, picky little bitch. <laughs> Which is appropriate since it it's, is a dog. Yeah, it's definitely appropriate. <laughs> but um, yeah, that is an interesting word choice there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so that might be a grand pup that she's not fond of. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. How could we turn that into a Minnesota nice segment? Yeah, there you go. Well, she's Although just she's to actually the using the actual appropriate term. Yes. You don't see that uh, every day, though. No. Uh, here's another one. Three stars. It's okay. My dog didn't like it, which may or may not have anything to do with the seller or the product. I, what? <laughs> that's, 
Come on, what are you doing? <laughs> You're giving a review. You should be talking about whether it has something to do with the, how good the seller or product is. Exactly. Is she saying, this may be the fault of my dog, that the dog doesn't like it. I'm, I may have a defective dog. What is she talking about? It, that appears to be sort of what she's saying. But I, yeah. again, I don't really know what this woman is, is saying. It's almost like she's apologizing to the people who make this thing, saying, I know you make a good product, but my dog didn't like it. He, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's, he's got a sophisticated palate. Yeah. That's, <laughs> oh, there were a few of those in, that, that actually use similar terms to that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, here's one. Lucy the dog loved this. It made her sixth birthday very special. This seller is highly recommended by Lucy and her family. Thank you. <laughs> Did the dog write this in so, third person? Yeah, they're, they're attempting to say the dog wrote this in first person. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, three stars. Dog kind of enjoyed it, but it gave her super bad gas. <laughs> okay. So that's a good warning to have right there. Yeah. And then we get into um, my favorite three, the last three. Uh, my dogs love this. Five stars. My dogs love this. I bought it for my two dogs so they could have a little Thanksgiving treat too, and they just adored it. It smells so good, I want to eat it too. <laughs> Which leads us to the next one. Three stars. Looks like people food. Would be tempted to eat it myself. How will my pet respond to this? It's impossible to know, so the company needs to be out there with this item for a demonstration with several types of dog. Not enough information. <laughs> whoa, is she whoa, saying, what? Is she saying that the company should be responsible for doing a demonstration to see how the dog reacts when its owner eats its treat. I think that's exactly what she's suggesting, which is that, ludicrous. Yes, that's that's a little too far. Oh my god. <laughs> Listen, lady, that is <laughs> ridiculous. On. And then to round out that trilogy of insanity. <laughs> got it for my dog's birthday. Dogs loved it. Ingredients seem to be of good quality. I even tried it and it wasn't terrible. <laughs> So this woman actually ate it. <laughs> and she admitted she ate it. Yeah, which is pretty brave. And it I wasn't guess. terrible. That's a pretty good review for a dog treat, I would guess. Yeah, I mean, for human consumption. Dog food. Come on. Yeah, right. Who would eat dog food? <laughs> Nobody that I know of. <laughs> that would be just insane. Well, you know, some people are nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I think as we've seen and as we've demonstrated in many ways today. Absolutely. Do you have anything else for this week? No, nope, I think that'll that'll do it. Okay. Bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Produced and edited by Jason Fuse. Production and editing assistant KJ Onstead. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Costume design by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Speaking of costumes, did you know that this coming Monday is Halloween? Well, it is. I used to love Halloween, but now it's one of my least favorite holidays. Uh, can I really call it a holiday, though? I don't really think you can even call it a holiday. And speaking of holidays, if you've never heard Billie Holiday sing, you really owe it to yourself to have a listen. Visual effects by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Graphics by Jason Fuse. 
no animals were harmed in the recording of this podcast. I love snow peas. And I love you.